You are listening to the Torah Sparks Podcast, the podcast that finds and ignites sparks of spiritual light and meaning in anything and everything, bringing out lessons and values straight from the Holy Torah. I am your host, Ori Strum. Let's jump right in. And we are back. Welcome to another episode of the Torah Sparks Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe if you're on YouTube and you have not yet done so. Um, if you're listening to this, we're all on your. We are on all of your favorite podcast players. That was a mouthful. Um, it's Parshas Vaera. I have a very special guest this week, but he's not a real person. What do I mean? Well, you just wait a few minutes and you'll find out. I like to begin with the idea of yogurt. Right? I mean, people, that's like a pretty standard food people eat. But <clears throat> have you ever had a time where you opened up a yogurt and it did not just sprawl out and shoot out like a rocket and get on your jacket, get on, get in your eye? I mean, how does the yogurt always manage to get in your eye? It, it like has a mind of its own. Does it have a mind of its own? Wait, that's actually interesting. I mean, yogurt, if you think about it, actually has active cultures. You know, um, the real the, it, it contains live and active cultures which refer to the living organisms. I did research on this. This is crazy. The technical names of this of these bacteria are now bear with me, lactobacillus and streptococcus. I I hope I I apologize if you'll never look at yogurt the same. But yogurt contains live and active cultures, bacteria. These terms that I'm not going to repeat again because they'll gross you out probably forever, right? So the next time you open up a yogurt and it explodes and gets on your jacket and gets in your eye and you're so upset and you're like, why does yogurt always do that? Does it have a mind of its own? The answer is yes, it does. Well, not actually, it doesn't really have a mind of its own, but. There's something living inside that yogurt. There's some, There's a pressure that's built up, and therefore when you open it, that's why the yogurt explodes. It's fascinating. You know, it's contained inside this plastic material, this barrier. But the cultures are alive and waiting to come out, waiting to burst forth. And as soon as you open it and it has that air, it gasps for a breath and boom, the live cultures cause it to explode. I mean, talk about learning life lessons from anything. I mean, yogurt is such a good example. It's such a good lesson. I mean, we as human beings have energy. We have energy inside. We have, we're alive. You know, some people look like they're walking around half dead, lackadaisical, haphazard. But deep down, every single one of us has a live, not bacteria, obviously we have bacteria, we're human beings, but we're, we're alive and we're active deep down at our core. Some might want to call it a neshama, right? It, it's, it's our soul, that spark of heaven, that spark of God, what we call a chilek elokami ma'al. There's a part of us that is always alive and always awake and it's waiting to burst. It's waiting to explode with joy, with passion, with meaning, with inspiration. 
But sometimes, you know, sometimes we put barriers on it, physical mediums. You know, in last week's Parsha, Moshe Rabbeinu, he buries an Egyptian who's hitting an Israelite man. He buries him in the sand. He says some type of incantation. Vayitmenehu b'chol. And he, he's, literally it means and he hid him. He was hidden in the chol. But what does that mean on a deeper level? Perhaps we can explain like this. Chol, besides for meaning sand, also represents chulin, profanity, mundane, right? And think about it. To a certain extent, this Egyptian was hidden was buried in his own chulin. He was buried in his physicality. He was entrenched and and had this barrier around him. How many people in today's society are they're buried in the sand. They're buried in that profanity. They're buried in that mundane. They're buried in that chulin. They're buried in that nothingness. They're buried in that physicality. They're hiding behind it. They're hiding behind their house, their car, their money, their fame. I mean, these things are great and could be wonderful if used in the right way. But if they are an ends in and of themselves, then we become buried and hidden by those very things. So deep down, we all have this neshama, this chelak alokami ma'alan. It's waiting to come forth and waiting to burst forth, just like that yogurt explosion when you open it. And the Jewish people, you know, were had a barrier on them. Mitzrayim, Mitzar means borders. The Jewish people in Egypt, the Jews had have so much potential. Everybody has so much potential. But in in this moment in history, the Jewish people were entrenched. They were barricaded. By the, by the Egyptians. For hundreds of years, the Jewish people were stuck in the confines of Egypt. They were trapped in the container that we call Mitzrayim. In fact, speaking about a container, Chazal referred to Mitzrayim, to Egypt, as a kedera, as a pot. And the Jews were surrounded from all sides. No nation ever escaped successfully out of Egypt. But the Jews would become the first. You know, it, it's interesting, this idea of yogurt. The yogurt has active and alive bacteria. And, and at our core, we are active and alive, just like yogurt, waiting to burst forth. We are filled with a tremendous amount of spiritual energy and potential. We are active and alive, and we are capable of so much. And sometimes we put barriers around ourselves. <clears throat> sometimes we entrench ourselves in the realm of physicality and look at it as an ends rather than as a means. And and when this happens, we we lose that. We 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 don't live with excitement and we don't carry on with passion and we don't deliver our lives from a spiritual perspective. We don't, we don't live our lives to the truest, to the fullest of what is, you know, actually capable from us. And, and I think that's an important lesson that we can learn from yogurt 
and about the Jewish people. You know, it's interesting. It says in this week's Parsha Ve'era, in 6.9, it says that the Jewish people couldn't listen to Moshe, Mikotza Ruach, because they had literally a shortness of breath. You know, people who have anxiety have sometimes shortness of breath. On a certain level, you look in the morale, it seems like the Jewish people were suffering. This uh, Suffering and anxiety, like they just were giving up hope. Like, what? Geula? Leaving this place? We are alive and active inside? I mean, all we know is this dead world that we're in. Just avoda kasha, working hard, back pain, breaking labor. I, I, I mean, what's the point of life? It was so hard for them to think. They had this anxiety. This, they had this kotzeruch, the shortness of breath. The Archaim says something beautiful. The Archaim Akadosh says that the shortness of breath represents the fact that, if you think about it, this was before the Torah was given. And with the Torah, things become bigger. Expansiveness occurs when you company with the Torah. But here before the Torah, they were in a state of kotzer ruach. There's a certain level of diminishing and kitsira, shortness. And it's a fascinating idea because the, the, what we learn from here is that when we have the Torah in our lives and when we live by the values, by the mitzvos, when we live by the commandments of the Torah, it makes us bigger. It expands us. We live with expansiveness, right? It says, Min karasi ka, I called out from a state of narrowness. But you know how Hashem responds? He says, Anani Hashem responds with expansiveness. No, no, no. You're trying to connect with, with narrowness, with kitsar. No, no, no. Be merchav. Be wide. Widen your horizons. Be extend. Be big. Be strong. Be confident. Be passionate. Be alive. Be like that yogurt. Be, it doesn't say be like the yogurt. We're just using that as an analogy. I hope you get that. Okay, so it, it's this idea that when we live with the Torah, then we can leave the realm and come out of the realm of Kotzeruach and we can live with expansiveness. We could explode at our, out of our seams. We can become the best version of ourselves. But when we put barricades and when we put barriers on ourselves and when we become entrenched in the physicality and look at that as an ends rather than a means, then we're doing ourselves, our families, our communities, and the world for that matter. We're doing all of them a disservice. Because if we are not living the best that we can be, then we're, we're, we're wasting people's time. We're wasting our own time. I mean, we are put in this world for a purpose, for a mission to grow and accomplish and achieve and live with joy, live with passion, become great. So let's... Let's not wait to become great. Realize you have that greatness in you. Realize you have that live and active culture, just like that yogurt, waiting to come out, waiting to explode, waiting to... I told you I'd bring a special guest. You know, over the last bunch of weeks, something that's been taking the world by storm is the chat GPTI. It's hard to even say it. No, that's not actually hard to say. This chat, or did you say it wrong? Chat GPT. It's chat GPT or chat GPTI. Anyways, it's this AI system, but it is actually incredible. I 
And I would like to share with you, he's our special guest today, um, ChatGPT, and I'd like to share with you what he said. I asked ChatGPT, I said, can you please write me, a, I, this is not a joke, I said, can you, I said, write me a podcast script for Parshas Vaera. I spelled this all in English, write me a podcast script for Parshas Vaera about, with, with a lesson about living with joy and passion. And I'd like to share with you the message. Welcome to our weekly podcast where we explore the Torah portion of the week and how it relates to our modern lives. This week we're diving in to Parshas Vaera and specifically how we can learn to live with joy and passion. Again, this is ChatGPT talking. As we read through Parshas Vaera, we see the story of the Israelites' liberation from Egypt and their journey to freedom. This story is a powerful reminder of the importance of having a sense of purpose and passion in our lives. Just like the Israelites, we too can feel trapped and enslaved by our own personal struggles and challenges. But like the Israelites, we have the power to break free and discover our true selves and passions. One way we can do this is by shifting our focus from external validation and acceptance to internal fulfillment. The Israelites had to let go of the comfort and security of Egypt and trust in God's plan for their liberation. Similarly, we too must let go of what society deems as successful and focus on what truly brings us joy and fulfillment. Is this not great? And he continues, chat GP. Another way we can learn to live with joy and passion is by embracing our unique identities. In Parshas Vaera, we see how God uses Moshe, a man, the, uh, the chat actually wrote Moses, we see how God uses Moses, a man with a speech impediment, to lead the Israelites to freedom. This teaches us that we should embrace our own unique strengths and abilities, even if they may not be traditionally successful or popular. And finally, we can learn to live with joy and passion by having a sense of purpose. The Israelites' liberation was not just about physical freedom, but also about fulfilling God's purpose for them as a chosen nation. Similarly, we should strive to find our own purpose and mission in life and work towards it with passion and dedication. So, as we conclude this week's podcast, let's remember to take inspiration. Again, this is still the jet, the chat. This is still the AP. This is still the AI talking. <laughs> let's remember to take inspiration from Parshas Vaera and strive to live with joy and passion. Let's shift our focus to internal fulfillment, embrace our unique identities, and always strive to find and fulfill our purpose in life. Till next week, stay inspired and stay connected to Torah. I, I, you can't make this stuff up. I literally just read it to you. I mean, and it really connects with, with the idea of the yogurt explosions that we were talking about, that we're contained inside. And, and there's there, instead of putting these barriers, this this physical barriers around us, we have to realize that we have a, a, a we are the chosen nation. We have a mission and purpose. And let's not let anything stop us from doing that. Let's become the best version of ourselves. Um, I'd like to thank um, the AI for joining us today as our guest. I know usually people host like real people, but I thought this would be interesting. So I hope you enjoyed. And with that, I hope you have an amazing rest of your week. Thanks for listening and all the best.